You're listening to the Art with Soul podcast. Fortnightly conversations on the artist's journey to inspire your creative soul. And I'm your host, Shinjini. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the podcast. You may have noticed that I had to take a bit of an unexpected break from podcasting. And you may have been wondering if I just abandoned this podcast. Worry not, I didn't. I had a spell of bad health with an allergy flare-up that led to really bad fatigue. I, I mean, I spent an entire week mostly just sleeping. And then I lost my voice for a bit. And when I did get it back, I couldn't talk without getting breathless or breaking out into a hacking cough. Fun, right? Not. <laughs> but I'm back. I'm doing well now. The allergies are under control. I have my strength back, for which I'm so very grateful. And I'm so excited to be back to doing all of the things that, you know, I've been wanting to do. And I've also been thinking, you know, our health is just one of those things that we end up taking for granted until we fall sick. And when we fall sick, we realize just how stymied we can feel when we're unable to do the things that we actually want to do. And falling sick, I think, can also, in some ways, point to what's important to you. You know, what is it that you really miss um, when you're unwell and when you're not able to really go out and do all of the things, right? So I really missed being in the studio, painting, journaling, filming, um, editing videos. And of course, I miss this podcast too, which is why I'm back here catching up with you. But if I'm being honest, it's also not just been smooth sailing ever since I recovered. So I think one of the biggest things is that I've been going through a phase where I just don't like what I've been painting. And on top of that, things are really crazy at my day job this month. And when my work stress gets really high, I lean on my art practice to center myself. Even if it's just a 15-minute late-night painting session or just five minutes to lay down one layer of paint, that generally, you know, really helps me to kind of feel centered once more. But since I haven't been enjoying my painting sessions, those sessions, those 15-minute sessions aren't really filling me with joy. And then there's this high stress and there's this feeling of meh when I look at my paintings. And all of this combines to make a very grumpy Shinjini. <laughs> well, but I did get my chair back. So I spent last weekend binge watching some of the art lessons in the Make Create Express weekend re retreat that was hosted by the lovely Galia Elena 
um, over on Art is Magic community. While I was not in the mood to paint along with the instructors, I did have my studio notebook at the ready to make note of any interesting ideas or any techniques that really sparked my interest. And I did make a couple of notes and some interesting ideas, including one that I'm really excited to try out soon, which is to make my own washi tape, which I absolutely love, love, love to use in my written journals. And I'm also starting to use in my art journals. But one of the biggest takeaways from the retreat for me was not a new technique or anything that a particular teacher taught but it was the realization of how much I love intuitive painting, messy mark making, vibrant colors and then just finding images in the layers of marks and paint and honestly that's something that I haven't been doing often enough. Instead, I've been playing with expressive abstracts and I've been collage making and experimenting with all of these new ideas and supplies. And of course, that has been fun and experimenting is an important part of the creative process. But I haven't brought any of that freshness back into my zone of joy, which is equally important, right? Oh, and in case you're wondering, uh, zone of joy is a term that I came up with sometime earlier this year to kind of help me identify what brings me the most joy. So these are the things that I love the most, the things that make me happy and excited and really, really lit up. So one is when you're excited to try a new thing, but then there's that excitement of doing a similar or a same process again and again and again. So like I said, I love intuitive abstracts and for the longest time I could come in and let every painting just be an intuitive abstract or an intuitive figurative abstract more often than not. But like I said, recently not only have I not been doing these figurative abstracts often enough, I think the worst thing is that I've really talked myself into believing that I need to reinvent myself. Because, you know, surely there's more to being an artist than just painting one subject over and over again. Or at least that's what the little demon that lives inside my head likes to tell me. But well, hello, not only is that patently untrue, that is actually what artists do, which is to explore a subject that they love over and over and over again. Case in point, Edgar Degas, who favored scenes of ballet dancers, laundri- laundresses, um, milliners and common Parisians. But Degas, I think, is almost synonymous with his paintings of ballet dancers. And do you know just how many paintings of ballet dancers he's produced? I didn't. I googled it. And then I sat back in shock. Because Google tells me 
that Degas painted approximately 1,500 paintings of ballet dancers over the course of his art career. That's 1,500 paintings of the same subject. And he's not the only one either. I mean, Monet has a series of around 250 oil paintings of water lilies, which is my favorite Monet paintings. I love his water lily paintings. But 250 water lily paintings. Mark Rothko is famous for his color fields. I couldn't really find how many color field paintings he produced, but I did find out a little bit more about his uh, painting timeline, let's say, to get a sense of how long he painted his color field paintings for. He initially started painting, and this is something that I didn't know, is that he initially started painting realistically. And he had his first show of these series of realistic paintings in the late 1930s. In the early 1940s, he moved to semi-abstract biomorphic forms, which became increasingly abstract until he arrived at his highly personal form of abstract expressionism which is what he is most famous for, his color field paintings. So he started doing those in 1948. And he kept on refining those paintings, that style of painting, uh, making them simpler, working on different scales and different substrates with different color palettes and tonal feelings for the rest of his life. So from 1948, Eight until 1970, Rothko did colorful paintings. Talk about painting the same subject over and over and over again. While I am no Degas or Monet or Rothko, I can look at their lives and art careers for inspiration or to serve as clues on my own journey. And I can certainly acknowledge that my personal zone of joy lies in intuitive, figurative abstracts. Now, this doesn't mean that I cannot veer off into exploring different techniques and styles, but it does mean that I need to bring those discoveries back into my zone of joy paintings. And that is something that I recognized very clearly this past weekend. So while I will continue to play and experiment, I will also bring that experimentation over into figurative abstraction. And the next time that that little demon inside my head, that inner critic, hi, I see you. So the next time that little demon tells me that I need to reinvent myself, I'll just point her to Degas or Rothko and continue to hang out in my zone of joy. That, I think, is one of the keys also to creating an art style that feels really unique to you. So, I'm wondering, do you know what your zone of joy is? 
what kind of art excites you the most what lights you up are you letting yourself enjoy that or have you been talking yourself out of it and if you have a pesky monster living in your head too i hope this little artistic insight gives you the permission to happily keep returning to your own zone of joy well that brings me to the end of this episode and also of this season i'm going to get really busy with my new studio setup next month and i will be sharing sneaky peeks on instagram so you can follow me there at moderngypsy.in and also on my youtube channel and i'll leave the links here in the show notes so you know follow me there and then i also need some time off from all of the things that i've been juggling recently so this is probably going to be a slightly longer than usual break and i should be back in your earbuds in september thank you for tuning in to the art with soul podcast if you enjoyed the episode do share it with your creative friends or better still on instagram and don't forget to tag me there at moderngypsy.in until next time take care and keep creating